come stop and take a trip down on my block What you see hidden potential, young minds sharper than Ginsu And ain't afraid to speak they mind if they got something against you We standing with you, we tackle issues like civic pride Hate will cease to exist, let's put our differences aside From my side to your side, from Dutch Town to South Side From Penrose to North Side, from Benton Park to Old North to West End to West Side We bless when we step out, we stand down, rise up, stand together, wise up this is Stitchcast Studio, produced by St. Louis Story Stitchers in St. Louis, Missouri. Youth leaders discuss the current state of technology and what lies ahead in part two of this two-part conversation. They say who that, but you already knew that. That beat them Story Stitchers. Story Stitchers, Story Stitchers, Story Stitchers, Story Stitchers. Right, right, right. So, 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 like y'all know, like, like we talked about in the um, planning session, uh, China is building an artificial sun, uh, which is really uh, a nuclear reactor that's five times hotter than the sun, according to my notes. So, huh, now that I think about it, China is building an artificial sun and an artificial moon. Mm-hmm. Which they is wild. <laughs> I'm they, saying, like, like they, they built. You said a nuclear solar. reactor, though. That's uh, that sounds like a bomb to me. Well, I mean, what? technically, it's not supposed to explode. So it's built where it can't explode. I mean, what are the pros of building this thing? What is the point? Why are they building this? I don't know. I feel like there's nothing good that can come out of it. Like, what is the point? to make people warm. Like, I don't know, the sun, I mean, yeah, the sun provides more than that, like, of course, but I'm just saying like, outside of already having one that we have, what do we need another one for? Maybe this one ain't gonna explode in a billion years. But that's what I'm saying, like a billion years is so long. Like, I don't know what you was talking about, like fear and stuff, and like how people are like, kind of scared of almost like running out of time. But like, the time is a billion years, like you'll be gone. I mean, you you have every right to feel a certain level of like anxiety or like fear over things. But at some point, it's kind of like we have no control over what people with power do. They still get the last call on most of the things. And it's the same vibe of them trying to say like, it's our responsibility to reduce our ecological footprint and recycle. But when you look, you're trying to make it like it's our job to fix the stuff that you're doing but like at the end of the day you're still messing it up it's very interesting to me most of um i don't think that they build in the sun just for the sake of building the sun well i will say um the little bit that i've looked into it it's definitely still very much in the early stages but they want to use it for like solar energy china is so big they use so much energy and Fossil fuels are non-renewable and bad for the environment. So they're like, oh, well, if we build our own little sun, we can make a bunch of clean, renewable energy. And the way they made it, it's supposed to be fueled off of heavy hydrogen or deuterium. Um, And that will be good for a while, but that'll also run out at some point. So honestly, and that comes from the ocean. If you take all the deuterium out of the ocean, I don't know what happens. I don't know if that's bad, but if it works, it would actually be really beneficial. When you we like exhausted so much, and like you just said, you said it was it called deuterium. Like, yeah, if we use all that, like you said, out of the ocean, like it's like we constantly keep using certain things that 
might seem like they're not a big part of like the ecosystem and like how we live. But then once you start stripping away at stuff, then you wonder why stuff starts falling apart. It's kind of like, yeah. I get that they're a huge, like there are a billion people over there and they're using a lot of resources, but I feel like True. it's kind of like an unending cycle of using up stuff. <laughs> yeah, using stuff up until we have nothing left, basically. Most of Yeah. So scientists have artificially created a woolly mammoth that they believe will be able to walk in uh, eight years. How, how do y'all feel about that? About scientists bringing back extinct? That's disgusting. Yeah, they do, they're doing too much. Like they they I, never just let things rest, I feel. That's something that humans just won't do. Let things go. Why don't they fix a problem that's like actually an issue? Like AIDS. <laughs> like that's not nothing. They just choose to like focus on things that just... They matter to an extent, but like that's like a hobby almost. But you're using you like hear me. you're using like um, taxpayer dollars to like right half these taxpayers don't like. care about no woolly mammoths. Okay, <laughs> we're not like, tripping about bringing them back. Like just put up a structure at the museum, the history museum, like every other person. Like I do the dinosaurs and I do everything, and we can just look and see. But people just want to go to the past so bad. It's like, I don't know. You, it's like, it's fun to like look in the past and learn about history and learn things. But I feel like when you start using stuff to revive things, it's kind of like you're doing a little too much at that point. Like we have elephants. They're like, I'm sure direct cousins. Like go just look at an elephant. Jesus. Yeah, most of, most of. Like to me, that that's like where you get into like the playing guy. Yeah, like, that's where they come in to me. You know what I'm saying? Like like a robot, a robot that clean up a house for you. I'm with it. I'm with that. You know what I'm saying? But when we start bringing stuff back from the dead, that's I'm, what I'm, 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 I'm particularly comfortable with. Yeah, like what constituted as alive? Is it gonna have feelings? Like, does it have emotions? Will it eat? What will it eat? Uh, what are its patterns? Mammoths are herd creatures. They belong and thrive in num- big numbers. So I'm sorry. I have a lot of questions. I feel that. But uh, it says that the startup was successful and that woolly mammoths could walk the earth again by 2027. Wow. We don't even let huskies be in cold temperatures. Where are these mammoths finna be where they can pick peacefully live their life? That's a good question. With they, all they, the ice now, melting anyway. Sorry. The article is saying that they would uh, release them into the Arctic, but the Arctic is melting. So. Yeah. Well, well, first of all, I'm still wondering what it's finna eat. Second, how are the other creatures are gonna react. I guess they'll leave it alone. Shoot, they're probably man, you, man, a polar bird. As soon as they see it, they're off and yeah, yo, what you doing over here, right? But it's like <laughs> the mammoth <laughs> was thriving in its environment, which was the ice age. It's supposed yeah. to be ice. Like, okay, yeah, it's not that cold. Anymore. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's not cold anymore. So it's like you're bringing back species that how long ago was the mammoth like went extinct? I'm sure. Ice, ice age. I think that was over. Was that over a million? I don't know. No. Oh, I, it might have been. Shoot. I, I don't know. know. Look it up. I don't know. Let stuff go. That's my. Oh, wow. What? Hold on. The ice age. So there were multiple ice ages. 
It says the ice ages occurred between 2.4 and 2.1 billion years ago. Billion. The elephants oh, wow. didn't even know they got cousins. It said that one of them uh, started 2.5 million years ago and lasted until 11,500 years ago. So that mud was here to stay. So y'all think a woolly man could take a polar bear? Because For they sure, Ski. Right now. Boy, a, a, a woolly mammoth is stepping on a polar bear on accident. On accident. Look how big. I'm, I'm going to refer to an elephant's size. Maybe I just don't. Wow. Woolly mammoths are way bigger than regular elephants also, by the way. Once the mammoths get plentiful again, they're going to start hunting them for the ivory on their tusks, just like they do elephants. Is, is mammal tusks made out of ivory? I'm pretty sure. Unless they make them different. They can make them out of whatever they want to be this time. That's what I'm saying. Like, it starts a whole other issue. It's kind of like you have, you're bringing stuff back, but it's like we need to focus on what's here at the moment. Like so many animals are going extinct because of people hunting or not following rules or whatever you call it. Or like you want to care so much about animals, but we kind of need to focus on the animals we have now. Like it's oil in the oceans. It's trash in the ocean yeah we're bringing sea turtles and all of this like i don't know we need to be focusing on helping the animals that's here now that are potentially going to go extinct instead of trying to bring back an extinct animal i wonder if there are any benefits to it other than just seeing an animal that was previously extinct it's only for like their own personal like interest i feel there's nothing that could truly be a benefit to them Maybe it would force them, like, if they wanted to sustain having them stay alive this time. Maybe it's, like, to force us to be more aware of the climate, to be able to, like... But we're not listening to that, bro. I'm sorry. We're not even stopping to keep us alive. What makes you think we're going to be more environmentally conscious because we brought some on back? Exactly. Like, I'm saying, like, we have issues. It's, like, something right in front of you. It's, like... Plan like you know you got an assignment due and it's right in front of your face, but you're like, ah, I'm gonna just go play my game real quick, and you're focusing on that instead of hey, focusing on the wrong stuff. You're focusing on the wrong things, and it's like it's very cool, it's very innovative, it's very smart. It's something I would like to see if the world was in order, but it's not. So I think it's bigger fish to fry than bringing back a whole extinct species. I feel sure. that. Fun fact because it involves woolly mammoths this is actually how uh how dogs got so cool with people so cavemen would hunt woolly mammoths right and woolly mammoths obviously were ridiculously huge yeah and cavemen didn't have like like they didn't have no type of refrigeration techniques or nothing like that so when they would kill a woolly mammoth even when they killed the baby they were still killing more meat than they could eat. You know what I'm saying? So what ended up happening is that wolves, surrounding wolves figured out that, yo, I don't have to hunt for food. I could just wait till they get what they finna get off this mammoth, and then we can slide through and finish that joint up. And so what the wolves would do is they would basically, like, like they would like follow humans or cavemen. They would, they would follow them, they would wait around them, but they wouldn't kill them. They wouldn't attack them because they feed them basically. So uh, another things that wolves would do was they would keep like 
other animals away. They would keep pests away. And so what that evolved into, the less ferocious wolves would come in closer and closer to the cavemen or whatever, and they would form these relationships or whatever. Because the cavemen also don't want this big riding carcass that would attract Lord knows what, you know what I'm saying? Next to the home or whatever. So the wolves would get rid of the meat for them and the cavemen would feed the wolves. And so that evolved into the uh, domesticated relationship of like humans and house dogs. And that's how dogs became man's best friend. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's that time again. Time for another Stitchcast Studio Arts Interlude. That's right. It's time to pick the city up. This week, we have a Story Stitchers original piece entitled Wade. Far from lost on me Our undertones with tensions high You hear them audibly They hear but shouldn't be no more Stacked against those that still survive So still I tried No, still I rise until I thrive And struggle isn't me no more A queen taught me why the cage bird sings Then a king came and taught me Why the birdie doesn't sing no more Too busy gnawing at the locks to get free He gnaws until his beak bleeds He knows one day it won't bleed no more One day my beak won't bleed no more one day he'll open all the cages See broken, better faces, crack a smile Cause they no longer have to wonder What it's like to be free no more But you know freedom ain't free no more He breaks free And ain't the type to break free And turn his back on all the other birds that ain't free And so he flies to where the cage birds sing And the next song the cage birds sing says We wanna grow She reminded me of Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden Eager to have a taste of that fruit that was so forbidden Her parents sheltered her thus St. Louis City was hidden She became like Pandora, opened the box and lost the ribbon Couldn't relate to her peers so she remained quiet she saw the kids in caskets, which then triggered the riots Evil flowing from Zeus' gifts, you can hear my city crying Now she's thinking what if Adam and Eve did it bite it Did it bite it, did it bite it, did it bite it, did it bite it, did it bite it Small, but I am a vagabond, I am a deity Walk along my city streets, there is no weapon that forms against me Blind, but I can see it I see the atrocities done to my people Following in debt and self-doubt, the ones that can help us just laughing through the people Or maybe it's a kaleidoscope Maybe they see something different and there is no hope Nah, I don't believe it I believe that we can all do better 
Take my pain and suffering, poke holes from end to end, spill out my blood, pick up a pen, and maybe I'll write a letter. And I'ma drop to sincerities. No formalities allowed, full volume, hear me clear and loud, because you know me, you can't hide from me. You've seen my face before, I'm the injustice in the winds. Yeah, I'm the one right at your door, I'm knocking, won't you let it be? Even if we're scared of the water, no matter what, we keep our heads above the water. We Keep our heads above the water. Children. Waking up in STL, thinking should I wear a vest? You hear it every day. It's a lot of shooters on the streets in the Midwest. This is the land of the curse, you say. Being verified with a gang to make it out is the only way. I think it's sad. The only news that's on the news is St. Louisans getting shot. Young faces just fade away. I'm tired of hearing it. Let's add positivity. I see everybody making it out of the city, out of this nitty gritty. If everybody contributes to the craft, we gon' make history. But what can I say? It's up to the people, including you, of course. We wanna Trying to stand tall like the Eiffel But what you supposed to do when all your homies suicidal? All my life I'm trying to live large just like my idols But if I don't, it's just a game charged of what I might do And all my life my brothers break laws and duck the Bible But cling on, I hope, I hope your destiny finds you Think back when we was kids, let that remind you That you can do anything we you place your mind to Before we close out, does anybody have anything they want to add? There's a contact. The first smart contact lens exists, and they're calling it extended reality because they want to work with Mark Zuckerberg and have it be uh, used with the metaverse so you can more seamlessly transition into the digital reality. Black Mirror, but, here we come. You hear me. But, you know, currently the, uh, they're saying they just wanted to help people with press biopia which is just means your eyes have a really hard time focusing on anything. So it can help your eyes focus. So maybe people with glasses won't have to wear glasses anymore. That's actually pretty cool. Um, it'll I help you. Those. Yeah, you feel me? I wear glasses too, so I very, very much understand. Um, it'll help with like, it'll have its own basically Google Maps in there. So it'll tell you how fast you're going, the directions, how far you are away from it and all that, your speed limit. So it's pretty cool obviously but I'm also very much worried about the implications and I really don't like putting stuff in my eyes anyway so you know we'll see how how that goes yeah they uh it's a lot of crazy inventions I heard y'all know they made a um a vacuum shoe that's really ugly and really uncomfortable to wear 
And when basically when your heel hits the ground, it starts this suction. And then you're supposed to worm around like car basically walk around carpet in the house with a mom and it's okay. supposed to be a vacuum. Seems more trouble than it's worth. Yeah. Yo, yeah, yeah. It was a it was a drastic failure. It did not work at all. There uh Sherman also uh created this robot that you can put a tissue some like some tissue on. Like like basically it's for like if you don't check and you out of toilet tissue while you on the uh while you on the toilet and you can call the robot and it'll bring the tissue to you. Now the problem is you still gotta get off the toilet to open the door or whatever. So Yeah, and you still gotta make sure that's the robot. The robot. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. So that's why that one was also a uh, gigantic failure. Now one that's that might not be a failure because it hasn't come out yet. <laughs> is uh we in a vertical age as far as screens go like especially with like tiktok and all of that yeah. a lot of are like just just super vertical or whatever and samsung believes that that's gonna be the new way to look at stuff and so they're making a tv that, Ew, that can be that. horizontal but at the press of a button it rotates vertically and so you can like scroll on instagram or watch tiktoks on a big screen tv and then at the press of a button it goes back regularly what y'all think about that? That's cool. I've actually just seen it was like an advertisement yeah, like for it. something Samsung or something. Yeah, but this one's not TV. It was a projector, and you could do so much with it. And like they had a whole video. It was like, oh, that's it cool. Could, it could like do everything. And I, I almost was like, ooh, I, I kind of want that because it was like it could stream from anywhere. Like you just, it's a small little device, and it like casts the images on the wall. You can play games, watch TV, show pictures. But like, I don't know, I like stuff that's innovative because like, obviously people are already up on like the TV wave and like finding cool ways to like stream stuff and like put it on walls. So like the vertical TV thing, I think that's cool. That stuff is digestible. We were kind of going on the more extreme ends of like technology. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Stitchcast Studio. We hope that you found this podcast uh, insightful or at least somewhat enlightened. We definitely uh, covered a lot of very interesting technical, logical advances that I had no idea were even in production. Uh, that being said, I've been your host, Brandon Lewis, and we out. Thank you for listening. We want to give a very special shout out to the Stitchcast Studio sponsors. Story Stitches is supported in part by an award from the National Endowment for the Arts, the Lewis Prize for Music's 2021 Accelerator Award. Additional support for Stitchcast Studio and Story Stitches Youth Programs was provided by the Spirit of St. Louis Women's Fund, City of St. Louis Youth at Risk Crime Prevention Grant of 2021, Lust Corporations, the Charity Pot, and March for Our Lives Aid and Allowance. They say who that, but you already knew that. That beat them story stitches, story stitches, story stitches, story stitches, story stitches.